Welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. Kintsugi Life is about learning, growing and strengthening from the times of adversity and challenge that we all go through. It's about valuing them as part of what makes us who we are. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. The topic I want to discuss today is about how we all learn to manage and live with the idea that risk is a part of life. Risk is simply something that's all around us, and in this episode I want to talk about some of the experiences and thoughts I have on how we can learn to live with risk and accept that it's all around us and also to ensure that we manage to carry on with life regardless. Every time we get out of bed, we expose ourselves to risk. As we stumble following slumber, a clumsily placed step could result in a stubbed toe, a blood clot and slow, lingering death. Seeking safety from such freak but possible occurrences by seeking the relative safety of bed for life could be a risky strategy too. In reality, risk is an innate part of life, embedded in each and every moment of each and every day. Each of us must contend with this fact, plotting the safest path we can through life that will allow us to do and achieve what we want, accepting that even the most modest rewards carry with them an element of risk. This follows whether we desire to safely make the journey to work from our home, just as it does when we're seeking an adrenaline rush from skydiving. The risks vary, but they're present nonetheless. I've been reminded of the omnipresence of risk recently, thanks to a couple of accidents occurring within my family. In the first, my daughter fell off her bike late at night and broke her ankle, an injury that's required surgery and the installation of a metal plate and several screws to fix. Two weeks later, my mother tripped, fell and broke her upper arm while gardening. She's just now starting to see a glimmer of hope that the pain may fade, that she may again be able to sleep uninterrupted and scale back her consumption of painkillers as the bone knits together and the discomfort subsides a little. Both accidents were probably avoidable. Each could have had far more serious consequences and yet both have brought considerable pain and inconvenience as a result of having happened. Both my daughter and my mum are active people but neither live in unduly risky or careless ways. My daughter was a regular at the gym until her accident and is now resigned to six months off as her ankle heals. My mum would typically spend six or eight hours each summer's day tending to her beloved garden alongside my dad. And for now, she has to sit still, her arm immobilised in a sling in front of her until the healing is well underway. The lasting effects for both of them will hopefully be minimal but it's highlighted just how significant the effects can be when innocuous day-to-day activities go slightly wrong. So how do we live with risk? Well, the risk of harm and injury isn't just reserved for those participating in extreme sports. Its effects aren't confined to those who act flippantly or without due care and attention in their lives. Risk is present in each and every moment of each and every day, in the routine tasks and the mundane things we do. It's lurking in the events which unfold around us constantly. And it's not just about physical risks to our health and safety. 
It's about the risks, the risks we take when we pursue any improvement in our lives, when we have a relationship, when we own a business, whether we go to work. There's risk all around us. Each person must rec reconcile themselves to this fact and determine just how much risk they're comfortable with taking. As much as we may consciously decide we don't want to pursue risky activities, which for many constitute bungee jumping, scuba diving or riding a motorcycle, it's foolish to think that risk is only present at the extreme ends of the spectrum. Risk, like love, is all around us and in every consideration that we make. Is it riskier to go to the gym and to work out in pursuit of improving our health or to preserve ourselves by avoiding strenuous activities? Sure, through exercise we may build strength, muscle tone and endurance, but it also comes with the risk of straining a muscle or bringing on a heart attack through exertion. Staying at home, doing nothing and risking the effects of ill health, heart disease and obesity also has to be weighed up by those who think the safe path is to do nothing. Should we seek to broaden our minds and enrich our experience of the world through travel? Surely there's an inherent risk that we'll contract a tropical disease, become embroiled in political unrest, become a victim of crime or deal poorly with the foreign climate, culture or water. Our luggage may get lost in transit, the plane might crash. The risks aren't confined to travel to foreign shores either. To leave the house for a simple stroll puts us at the mercy of careless motorists as we cross the road and reliant on the quality of the footpath beneath our feet, lest we trip and take a nasty fall. It's not just our physical health and well-being that are at risk either, and most of us juggle risk in this guise on a daily basis. In professional pursuits too, we deal with the risk of things unfolding contrary to our plans and our best intentions. Should I write an article or a podcast and publish it to the world, risking rejection, apathy or criticism? Should I instead play it safe? doing nothing and notionally avoiding negative feedback, but at the same time lacking creative fulfilment and expression. If I avoid those risks, does it not also ensure the ongoing stifling and frustration of my desire to grow, improve and achieve, as well as helping others? In a meeting at work, should I be forthright in voicing my opinion, venturing a creative idea and putting my neck on the line as I volunteer for a challenging task, risking a loss of credibility? Would it be more risky as a strategy to keep my head down, hoping to maintain anonymity and to play it safe? Am I then not at greater, greater risk of being fired for not being proactive or willing to help others? I could minimise the notional risk of trying new activities, going to new places, sampling new food, drink and experiences in life, hoping to avoid the chances of failure, dissatisfaction or unpleasant outcomes. But would that not also present a risk that I miss out on discovering new, exciting, rewarding and enjoyable things and experiences that would otherwise enrich my life? In every choice, we're constantly making a trade-off between the risk of one outcome versus the risk of another. It's not just the binary choices that bring risk to the fore either. It's not that option A is risky and option B is safe. In virtually all of the daily choices we make, most options exist at a point along the scale of risk and reward. We each have to make a considered evaluation as to where on that scale we're willing to place ourselves. I'm not talking here about choices as to whether it might be a good idea to inject heroin or to walk blindfolded across a busy road in search of a cheap thrill. 
Such activities are clearly very high on the risk scale and blatantly low in terms of the potential reward they offer participants. And yet many consider such things, or their close equivalents, as routine or even mundane. A bungee jump, for example, might be a once-in-a-lifetime thrill for one person, whereas another person considers it an essential activity for fun on any given weekend. Consider the sayings. Eat, drink and be merry, for tomorrow you may die. Live fast, die young. We're here for a good time, not a long time. Many cliches exist which exemplify the mindset of taking enjoyment from each and every moment with little regard for the long-term consequences. Perhaps it's wise to remember that life is relatively fleeting. To get so hung up on each and every decision and to make each choice with too much regard for the ways in which it might go wrong would undoubtedly be as unhealthy as it would be to blindly ignore every risk. Certainly there's something to be said for living each day in the here and now and in the moment. But should we live each day like it's our last? Doing so surely increases the chance that with each hedonistic choice made, we're going to be right sooner than we think. Life's a process of finding balance. I'm learning this point of balance exists in different places for different people. If we play it too safe, we never grow, advance or feel fulfilled. If we play it too risky, we'll never feel comfortable enough to relax and trust the process. If we're too self-centred or self-absorbed, then we miss out on enriching bonds with others and the true rewards that come from the selfless service of others. If we're too focused on others, on meeting their needs before our own, then we come to resent them, or at the very least we're unable to serve them for having let our own needs go unmet. If we're too self-indulgent in the things and behaviours we allow ourselves, this tends to result in these things losing the magic they bring to our lives, as the reward no longer seems special. If we deny ourselves too many indulgences and kindnesses, out of fear for the risk that comes with them, then our life will feel devoid of joy, pleasure and reward. Taking the steady and safe and proven path delivers minimal benefit and makes you feel less inclined to pursue the path less trodden in future as you become reliant on order and predictability. If, alternatively, you feel compelled to blaze a new trail in each pursuit, then you'd better be prepared to fail more often and face the risk of doing so. You'll be forsaking the lessons of those who've been before you. Seeking safety and stability and avoiding risk lowers your resilience and self-belief as you become less able to deal with the unexpected twists, turns and setbacks. Taking the riskier options repeatedly will likely deal the blows, the injuries, the failures and those the things that manifest under risky circumstances. In each and every day, we consciously and subconsciously process and react to risks all around us. It's an inherent part of navigating the chaos of the world and part of what makes positive events rewarding and negative events rich as a source of learning. I know from speaking with my daughter and my mother that both will carry forward lessons from their recent accidents. I'm certain they won't and shouldn't change how they live as a result of the accidents themselves. Accidents such as theirs offer a helpful reminder to them and those of us around them that risk is ever present and inherent in all that we do as humans. It's up to each of us to adapt to that reality and to live in a way that balances the risks that we can tolerate in pursuit of the rewards we crave. And that's just life. You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life Podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. 
You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one. And I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.